Okay, we're back now from the Chizik trip, and we're going to go back to our regular daily Musa, Mesila Sisharim. And we are holding in Perek Yud Zayin, Perek 17. We're learning about how to acquire the Mida of purity of heart. Okay, so we are up to these words. What is the method by which a person could purify his thoughts when he comes to serving Hashem in Avodah Hashem? See that? So it seems from the Messiah Sisharim that one of the main taivas, desires, that get in the way of the perfect service of Hashem is the desire for honor. Okay? So therefore, a person has to see the sheker, the falsehood, in kavod. And he also... It's not enough to think about how bad kavod is. He also has to run away from it. And therefore, when he comes to serve Hashem, he will not be interested in the praise that people give him. So I want to go into this subject. We started it a little bit before we went to Israel. But it's an extremely, extremely important subject to go into. Because on one hand, kavod is a very necessary ingredient for a human being. There's many places in the Pesukim that actually refer to your neshama as kavod. For example, we say, Ura kevoidi. It's talking about your neshama. Many, many places that your neshama is referred to as kavod. And we know that the neshama comes from mitachas kiseha kavod. The neshama comes from the kiseha kavod. And Therefore, covered is a very big part of your essence and a very necessary component for your growth. And that's why a person has to be around people who know his value and is able to recognize the value of the person. It's an extremely, extremely important thing. The way I'm going to try to explain it to you in a very overly simplified manner and then over time we're going to develop it okay so basically let's try to understand it like this what does it mean that the neshamas come from the kiss underneath the kiss so we have to know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when he built the world he had a plan and the plan in the world is that Hashem should be recognized as the Melech and Malchus, by definition, 
requires that the subjects of the Melech is Mechabed the Malchus. Brings covet to the Melech. Which means that the honor of Hashem and the recognition that the world recognizes Hashem's greatness, Hashem's greatness, comes through the Jews. That means that our Nishamot are actually holding up the Kisei HaKovet. What's holding up the Kisei HaKovet? Where's the honor of Hashem recognized in the world? That's through the Nishamot. And each person has a different facet, a different part in this collective mission of bringing honor to Hashem. And that's your Nishamot. Your personal neshama has to bring a certain light to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Okay? To the greatness of Hashem. Got that so far? Now, your neshama has to shine through your actions and your midas, which is the thing that brings honor to Hashem. That when a person sees you, they should say, Baruch, bless, is the God of this person. Because they see that you act in a godly way. So through you, and through your life, and through your life experiences and your behaviors, people should look at you and say, Ashrei Oviv, lucky is his father who taught him Torah. Ashrei Rabbi, lucky is his rabbi who taught him Torah. And through that, people see the honor of Hashem, through your behaviors. Through your life. So we're going to try to explain it like this in Marshall. Let's say you have light, okay? Or, or if you shine a light, let's say through a red glass, the light comes out as red. Through a blue gra- glass, the light comes out as blue. What is really happening there? It means that really light has within it color. Can't see the color. But there's really color inside the light. When it goes through that prism, when it goes through that glass, it's able to bring out the color, that color from the light, and then you can see it. Okay? So when your neshama shines through you, then it brings out the uniqueness and the specialty of your neshama. And that's the covet order. The Kavod Adam is what makes his value, what makes him different, what makes him unique. In what? In his Havodas Hashem. That's the true Kavod Adam. And in order for that to actually emerge, it requires, and we're going to have to explain why it's like that, but that's the way it is. It requires that people around you recognize that. Or habruta or mituta. If you don't have people that recognize your value, you cannot truly develop. That's why it says that the talmidim of Rabbi Kiva and that's why they died because they were not able to reach their potential. That's a very important part of avodas Hashem, which needs to be discussed a lot because people who don't have the true self. Uh, value, don't understand their own value, what they really are, can never be successful in Avodah Hashem, period. Not possible. And we'll talk about it in the Torah terms, 
maybe we'll use some of the American terms to bring it out, but we have to remember, we have to understand it in the Torah terms, not in American terms, because maybe some of the American terms of self-esteem and self-confidence may be in the Torah considered gaiva. Okay, so we have to be very careful with that, how we explain these things. But these are very, very important uh, concepts in Avedis Hashem. But what we're talking about over here is that being that covet is such a need for a person and such a necessary ingredient and a component so that like everything, the Yetzirah tries to distort it. And he wants you to get what we call covet hamedume. False uh, kavod that's only in the demyon. Okay? And so strong is this desire and so dangerous is this desire. So I want to talk about it a little bit. I'm going to go through a few pieces in Reb Chaim Shmuel and Sichas Musa. He has many pieces and he brings out very deep things. So let's try to understand a little bit the sugi, okay? Today, you know, obviously we can't do a lot at one time because I want you to hop it, get the amkis, okay? Everything is about getting clarity. So what I'm going to do today is a little bit from a mimer, Chaim Shmulevitz, mimer pei gimel. Okay? Mimer 83, pei gimel. Where the name of the mimer is Hataiva Vakovit. Desire, general desires, and the desire and the pursuit of honor. Okay? Now he says like this. A very interesting point and I think it's a very deep point. He says, we do see a difference, let's say for example, between Taivas Achila and Taivas Kovit. Taivas Achila, you have a tremendous desire to eat, but then you stuff yourself and then you get full for a little bit. And after the food goes away, it comes back again the urge to eat. But there is a moment of satisfaction. As short-lived as it is, it's still there to some degree. Taiva for COVID, the, there is no real satisfaction. It's like a bottomless pit. It's an endless pursuit that can really have very, very short-lived good feeling. Maybe the second you're getting the honor, but as that passes through, it just goes away quickly. So he explains something very deep about taivas in general. A very deep thing. It's like a tremendously deep nekuda, which I'm going to show you how it could come out even in spiritual ways, which is something that's, that's a fascinating thing. Okay? He says, the main point of taiva is not the pleasure that you experience from the actual thing that you're getting uh, getting pleasure from. But actually, if you had to define taiva, the definition of taiva is that you're looking to fill your will. So the pleasure that you're getting is from filling your will, not actually the thing itself. Okay? That's a very deep point. That means the food, the main reason why you're enjoying the food is because you wanted it. 
and you got what you wanted. A little bit, the food also has taste. So that's why you can feel some form of satisfaction for a minute. Because there is some real flavor in the food. So that could give you some satisfaction. But since the main reason why you felt pleasure was not from the taste of the food, is a chiddush, people don't notice. The real reason why you feel pleasure when you eat is because you fulfilled your will. Okay? And what, once you got what you wanted, so now you want more. Because what you have, you don't want anymore. You have it. So you need to get more. Okay, listen to this line here. He says over a chazal, as follows. Let me see where to begin. Uh, let's see here. I'll start from the beginning of this paragraph and we'll build. Okay? He's talking about Tavis HaKovid because Kovid, he says, the whole entire thing is Sheker. So there is no pleasure in the actual Kovid itself because it's fake. So the whole Yisoyed of Kovid is just a Taiva for it. And therefore, it doesn't have any satisfaction built in because what you have doesn't give you satisfaction. It's always what you want. So always what you want is more and more. So it's a bottomless pit. You're digging a pit for yourself. In in itself, it has no pleasure, no sweetness. He gives it a marshal. Let's say a person never smoked. He doesn't feel a need for it. Because he never smoked. And therefore he doesn't feel that he's missing it. Never tasted it. But once you became addicted to smoking. And while he's searching for a cigarette. Let's say he runs out of cigarettes and he needs one badly. His life is not a life. He's just so obsessed with that need for a cigarette. You see, a person can create from within himself new desires. And he's able to create desires in himself which he doesn't even have from his nature. That one who fills his desires actually starves himself. Ayn Shok. Vahainu. Here's the lumdis. What do you say, Eliezer? You know where the Gemara is? Correct. Correct. By taking wives. He thought that he will fill the desire, but really created new ones. Very good, Chacham. You still remember Shaf. What daf? What masechde? Sarhej. Very good. Daf kuf zayin omer alef. You have to chazer no chavol. Okay? In Shemayim they don't have books. All right. So now, 
Vainu Shekola Taiva Bazar Hirak Lemaloisasritsoinai. The entire Taiva itself is only to fill something he doesn't have. He wants something that's outside of himself, right? That's the whole Taiva. But a person who never gave himself the taste of it, to feel that he's missing it, doesn't have a taiva. And this is what it means, the reason why COVID takes you out of the world is because it's impossible to fill it. He calls she yiske be COVID, as much as you get it, you want more. And if you're missing a drop, right? Being that the whole point of it is the will, there's a very deep point, I want to try to stell on this a little bit. Being the whole taste of it is the pursuit of it. Wanting it. Wanting to get it. Chasing it. Trying to get it. Right? So, it's the point is, the pleasure that you get from the covet the moment you get it, is not the covet itself. Because the covet itself doesn't have flavor. So what is it? What's the pleasure you get? That you filled you what you wanted. You got what you wanted. You chased something, you got what you wanted, right? So he says, he brings a marshal from Haman, right? Haman wanted kavod. He wanted the whole world to bow down to him. Yes? When he saw Mordechai, he doesn't bow down to him. He says, Kol is there. The whole thing is not worth it. Now let's think about that. If let's say I desired steak, french fries, and a chayshnitvos. Yeah? Big meal. Big. Okay? And I came to the wedding and they have over there ribs and who knows what, right? And I got a lot of stuff. But by the time I got to the carving station, it was finished. So I didn't get everything. I still can enjoy what I have. It's not not shlemus. It's not the type of the shlemus. I didn't get every single flavor, shayich and metzies, right? I got, but I didn't get everything, okay? I'm not walking out pumped, but at the end of the day, I got. But when it comes to covet, says Reb Chaim Shmuel Levitz, Homan wanted covet. What did he want? He wanted that every single human being in the world should bow down to him. Okay. So now, one Rusty Jew did it. Okay? One rabbi. Mordechai. Big rabbi, true. But one man didn't give him the covet. And what did he say? Kol Enenu shoveli. I have nothing. Zero. Why is that? Ruven bowed down to you, gave you covet. Shimon bowed down to you, gave you covet, right? So, Reb Chaim Shemalevitz is opening a deep, Understanding in the Koychas HaNefesh HaOdom. Since COVID doesn't taste good, it's the Milui HaRotzen that tastes good. So his Rotzen was that everybody should bow down to him. He should be mamish like a god. So if one person doesn't give it to him, it's Choser Milui HaRotzen. His Rotzen wasn't fulfilled. 
his rotsin wasn't fulfilled, he has nothing. Because that's, so even though again, he's masbi, you gotta get the amkis. The amkis is that all taiva really, the yasoid of taiva is wanting something you don't have. That's the yasoid. So you're dying for that car, you're dying for it. It's because you don't have it. And when you get it, you feel good, why? Because you got what you wanted. But six minutes later, the car is not interesting anymore to you. Why not? Because it's not interesting anymore because you have it. It's not interesting once you have it. You only want it, what you don't have. So therefore, you need a new thing. Okay? However, since the car does have some gishmakai to it, there is some satisfaction there. Not complete satisfaction. Because the main taiva is to get your rotsam. But since it physically has something, it could give you something. Masha'enke, by COVID, COVID, the whole thing is fake. The whole thing is not real. And the whole thing is not pleasurable. So it's only the Miluya Rotsin. So that's why it's a bottomless pit. And that's why if it's not perfect, it's nothing. Now this is a very deep point, And I think this is a problem that people have in learning. And become burnt out, like Lati put it to the rabbi even though he didn't like that Lushan, but the reason why they get burnt out, and they feel like they have nothing. A lot of times the Bokha will tell you, I didn't learn one word this month, or I got nothing from this month. Like all these strong words, it seems like, by this person, if he doesn't have the complete, then he has nothing. Why is that? Yeah, you, you had one good Seder, you had a good Shachras, you got a chazi pshat lecha. Okay, you want more? But zero? What do you have zero? The terror is because the person learns like a baltaiba. He looks at his will is to have what he doesn't have. He wants to know the homosexual. He wants to finish shas. He wants to have an unbelievable seder. He wants, he wants, he has a certain thing that he wants. And what makes them happy is the mile arotzim, not the actual thing itself. You see, there's a deep point. I want you to try to digest this. There's a common thing by Bachram and Yungalite that people are not happy with the avodas Hashem is because they are missing something very basic. We call them perfectionists. Perfectionist means they want it perfect or it's nothing. All or nothing. Perfectionists. So once I was talking to a Bokhra, he says, either I'm going to this specific yeshiva, which is like brisk, mamish kebam guys, or I'm going to work. Mejnu, there's a big, big thing in the middle, you see? You, 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 you understand that, because that's your chesar. But what's the point in that? What's that perfectionism? Right? If I'm gonna learn, it has to be perfect. If I'm gonna, if I'm not gonna be perfect in learning, if I'm not gonna be a Rosh Hashiva, I wanna be a millionaire. Right? But anything less than that has no Hashivas. Zero Hashivas. Why? Why has no Hashivas? Because the point is, it's not the things have no value. The thing has no value. A word of Torah has no value. A hergish of Yerushalayim has no value. So what has value? So I want something. You know, a bottom line. I want a certain bottom line. And if I can't reach this certain bottom line, 
Because Why not? Because the whole pleasure is getting what I wanted. So when it's miluya rotsin, not having the full rotsin is not having any rotsin. It's a very deep point that Rabbi Chaim Shmulevitz is saying. In the Koychas HaNefesh Very deep. Extremely deep. So even though in your age, most of you sitting here, all of you sitting here, your main desire is not so much covet. I'll show you how covet comes up in your life too, but not right now because we're late. The main desire in your life is really type for money, which Reb Chaim Shmulevitz says also about money, same thing. I want to read it to you for a second. He says, One who loves money will never be satisfied for money. Why? Just like kavod has no intrinsic sweetness. So too money has no intrinsic sweetness. The only reason why it's tasty is because you want it. The whole pleasure of money is because you filled your want, what you wanted. You got what you wanted. You'll never feel full. And your taiva remains like it was. Never satisfied. Impossible to satiate the desire for money. And what he already has in his pocket gives him no pleasure. The whole Taivas moment is only to get what you don't have. It's impossible for him to be satisfied with what he has. It's an amazing thing. People think that if they win the lottery, they'll be happy. If they win the lottery, they'll just be hungrier. Because... You're hungry now for half a million dollars. Okay, because you think you can reach that. But then when you have a million, you want two million. So now, yesterday you were hungry for a half a million. Today you're hungry for a whole million. And when you get two million, you want four million. So yesterday you were hungry for a million. Now you're hungry for two million. For four million. Alright? So your hunger keeps getting worse and worse. Because it's not... Having it doesn't give you pleasure. It's wanting more. The, the moment, the pleasure you get for a second, that only comes because for a second you got what you wanted, but then now you want more. So that's very short-lived. Okay? So, even though at your age, mainly the tithes is for tithes for money, for pleasures of this world, achila, eating, cars, clothing, whatever maybe, right? Not so much for covet. Covet is something that comes a little later in life, stronger. Like Reb Chaim Shmulevitz in a different mimer says, a very interesting yesoit. He says that you see that if let's say a person is blind, for example, his hearing is stronger because his other senses take over. When one sense is a little weak, the other one takes over, right? He says a chiddush that when one taiva becomes weak, the other one takes over. Meaning when a person gets older, his body doesn't enjoy the pleasures of this world as much as he gets older. Because his, his taste buds aren't so strong, his, his, the, the, the body, the body heat is not so strong, whatever it is that the typhus go down, physical typhus go down, he says that's why when you get older, your typhus are covered goes up. It takes over for the other typhus. It's very big, you 
that Rebbeim Shmulevitz says. But al Koponim, the type of a covet is existing by you. And we're going to see, we're going to learn from Masil Sashon earlier in Parakid Aleph, that he says Taivas HaKovet is the biggest type of all Taivas. That's a Chiddush to you. Because most people think the type of money and woman is the most. And the Masil Sashon says black and white, that HaKovet Hu HaDoichik. Covet is a bigger type. And I'm going to show you how Covet manifests itself in your world too. That will do a different time. But this is a very deep opening to the sugya of how the Koychus HaNefesh HaOdom works and how the pursuit of honor is an endless pursuit. And it can destroy a person. We'll see. We have to go into that. We're out of time today. We'll go further in the sugya and then we'll learn about healthy self-esteem and self-confidence and how to understand true covid the healthy covenant versus the non-healthy covenant. It's a big sugya. And Ben Hashem, we have Siyat Deshmai to do it.